where there now is a chance to spend half an hour in the company of the team who run the least visited country house in England. Simon Callow, Jane Horrocks and Miles Jupp start in a brand new comedy, Plum House. Welcome. Welcome. <clears throat> um, good afternoon. I am Peter Knight, the curator of Plum House, the ancestral home of undoubtedly Britain's greatest ever poet, George Pudding. 1779 to 1848. We really are the great tourist attraction of the Lake District, despite what Visit to Cumbria have to say. Now, last year I spoke for two and a half hours, and apparently there were one or two, well, numerous complaints. But I don't like to disappoint, so today I'll make sure to speak for even longer. So, where to begin? Do we have to listen to the whole speech, Peter? Only I've got gingerbread men in the oven. If they're burnt, I'll have to bin them. Well, knock a bit of money off. I suppose I could save the rest of my lecture for later on when all the WI ladies actually get here. Perhaps best. Sorry, am I interrupting? Julian, the second in command, you can't interrupt me enough. You can knock me up any time, night or day, and I wouldn't mind. I mean, don't do that, obviously, especially not when I'm sleeping, and ideally not even the early evening. Plum House by Ben Cottam and Paul McKenna. Episode 1, YYWI. It's a horrible smell. Damp. And Maureen's been making gingerbread men. That'll be it. Right, none for you. You seem a tad agitated, Julian. It's this awful annual WI visit. I can't bear it, Peter. All their bags and coats, their inane comments and miserable whining. I need to sit down. What is this man talking about? Yes, I but mean... they always spend a fortune in my gift shop. I'm not joking. We make more money today than the rest of the year combined. That's not hard, Maureen. Right. That comment's lost you the Battenberg as well. And it's a dealia Smith recipe. But, crucially, not baked by Delia Smith. Look, I know the WI are good for business, and we are allegedly a business. Well, regardless... How... Morning, everybody. Crikey, Alan, you look goose. I've barely slept. Oh, dear, poor chap. I was here until seven this morning cleaning out the gutters. It was hard up the ladder with the torch in my mouth, so it did help a bit when the sun came up. <laughs> you must be cream-crackered, Alan. Anyway, it's like my dad used to say, work hard, you're a long time dead. This is a lovely way to start the morning. Oh, thank you, Julian. No, I was referring to... Somewhat Alan's dad used to say before he died. No, he's not dead. He just stopped saying it. He lives in Cockermouth now. Says a lot less than he used to. The ladies are going to be arriving soon. Is everybody ready? Yes, yes, yes. Stop panicking, Emily. Emma, and I'm not panicking, but we need this year to go better than last year. I've prepared a speech this time. My busking days are over. Seriously, Peter, the branch secretary told me they were close to breaking with tradition and going to World of Kettles instead. It's all right, World of Kettles, if you like kettles. Yes, but hardly educational. Oh, Emma, you're a fool if you think they're here to learn. They're more interested in the glitter of the gift shop than the sparkle of my speech then it's back on the bus and home in time for one of their blathering TV quiz shows. Pointless. Well I don't know about that. They probably like a bit of noise about the place whilst they're cooking their husband's dinner. That's just sexist Peter. Not all women fit your dated stereotypes. The angry young feminist. Anyway where's Tom? Now I don't know where Tom is but I'm sure he'll be below deck somewhere stripped to the waist gripping a shovel and flinging coals into the fiery boiler of the good ship Plum House. There's this little bead of sweat just starting to run slowly down his back. Morning, everyone. Sorry I'm late. I've been busy all morning working on this document. Looks longer than Peter's speech, that does. It's my vision for the museum. 
I've called it putting people first. I think you'll find we already put people first here. Tom? I don't think he means you and Peter, Julian. Are we not people? I just think we need to focus on our visitors and their needs. So, who'd like to read it first? Maybe you could just give us the gist. OK. Well, I thought we could focus on the needs of the visitor from the moment they walk through the door to the minute they leave. You know, the British Museum has this initiative... Tom, they... Tom, the British Museum is set up to receive visitors. They like them. We do things a little differently here. Yes, but this is actually a museum. Sounds to me like you're putting Peter first. That does have rather a ring to it, you must admit. Well, let's use this WI visit as an example and have a quick group brainstorm as to how we can make it a more satisfying experience for our guests. Can I say something? Yes. I almost forgot you were here, Alan. Could I go and set some mouse traps? Only we've got a, a bit of a problem again. Well, it would be good if we were all here, actually, Alan. This is a team exercise. Now, come on, guys. We could put a big extension on my gift shop. Make the whole museum sort of one big gift shop. I don't think we can do that, now. Well, this is the busiest day of the year for me. I could at least do with some help in there. Why doesn't Alan give you a hand? Um, What's wrong, Alan? It's just I normally hide when the ladies arrive. I get a bit nervous with big groups of ladies. I always have. I went to a beetle drive and... Well, I'm sure you'll be OK. And here's an idea, Peter. Maybe you can show the ladies round instead of Emma this year. It might be nice for them to actually meet and talk to the curator of the museum. Perhaps, Emma, you could give the speech even. and you Me? Could... Not give the speech? Oh, goodness, no, that would never do. The old girls would be beside themselves. And Emma, of... All people. You do have some radical thoughts at times, Tom. What's so radical about that, Peter? I am the education officer. I could give a great speech on George Pudding. I'm sorry, but if Peter isn't giving the speech, really it should fall to me to do the honours. I am second in command, after all. But I will be delivering the speech. Yes, but if you didn't... But I shall be. Let's forget I said anything. Oh, can I go now? Only I... <gasps> oh, that gingerbread! Well, that's a good place to leave it, I think. So, everyone knows what they're doing? Oh, yes, old chap. We've got a chess game to finish. It's been going on half the week. Spasky Fisher has nothing on this. How's the stock take going? I've only really just got cracking. Three, four, uh, five... Well, hurry up and get them out there. We've got to shift all these bouncy balls before Brussels bans them. It's hard to write the numbers down with this big pencil. I've got a pencil in my shed I could fetch. There's no wrong with a jumbo pencil. What are these? George Pudding mouse mats. What, for mice? We're trying to get shut of mice. If you give them somewhere to sit... Leave the... it here. I'm really a caretaker, Maureen. I don't... Mistakes everywhere. Alan the chocolate teapot. Honestly, if you want some at doing... Fold them tea towels. Actually, don't. Last thing they need is your grubby paw prints on them. Come to the till. Right. How are we getting on, team? The new plum house off to a good start? It would be if you'd let us get on with it. I'm training Alan, but to be blunt, if he was a racehorse, he'd have been shot. I bet you're not allowed to say that nowadays. Well, look, don't mind me. Please carry on. Alan, this is the till. Push to open... Push to close. Calculator. Solar powered. Add up on that. No refunds, no receipts, no exchanges, no directions. We don't speak Japanese. Don't speak we Japanese. do take book tokens. We don't take Scotch money. No Scotch money. Questions about the museum are all answered in the guidebook, so just go quiet if they ask. 
If they're that keen to know, they'll pay five ninety nine. Not sure that's especially helpful, Maureen. Well, I'm not sure how helpful you are. Stood there criticising. OK, fine. Is there anything I can help with? Rub out Alan's mistakes with this jumbo rubber. Is there anything in this shop normal size? The jumbo fudge is actually quite small. I heard that. Actually, I'd best go check how Emma's preparations are going. Any excuse? Can I come with you? No, you can't. Best you stay here, Alan. Please, Tom. Oh, they look good, Emma. Oh, thanks. Just some little pamphlets I made about the museum for the Women's Institute. That's a great idea. And I like the pink paper. Yes, not my choice. According to Peter and Julian, women won't read anything unless it's written on pink paper. Do you want me to have a word with them? Oh, I can stand up for myself. Thanks, though. Do, 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 you, want, do you want a hand with the chairs? No, I can do it. Yeah. Come on, let me give me your hat. <laughs> oh, OK, that's... <laughs> yeah, they are, quite, they are quite heavy, aren't they? <laughs> there must be a knack to it. Alan can normally carry three at once. Okay, three. Well, I'm sure I probably uh, carry two, maybe. So we we'll just, yeah, yeah. That's for. for... Oh, okay. Uh, you know what's the rush? We, we can just move one at a time, can't we? Are you all right, Tom? You've gone a bit red in the face. And that's checkmate. Ah, you got me again, Peter. I thought you had me on the ropes for a second there with your shielded bishop, but you could always rely on an old queen to get you out of trouble. <laughs> Goodness, is that the time? They'll be here any minute, Peter. Oh, dear, I never quite got round to practising my speech, did I? Pearls before swine, Peter. I think we'd better start hiding all the valuables. Good thinking, Julian. You simply can't trust these W.I. women with their big handbags. It'd be like the Visigoth sacking Rome. Go and get the keys to the cellar, old boy. Peter? Yes? Uh, should I put Pudding's christening gown down there as well, Peter? Yes, better to be safe than sorry. If I know the W.I., as I think I do, then they love anything with a bit of stitching on it. What's going on? Uh, never you mind, Emma. Why are you putting everything in the cellar? Not everything. We're leaving the picture frames out. Just taking simple precautions. Against what? Against thieves. <laughs> you can't seriously think that the WI ladies are going to steal things from a museum. And from this museum at that, they come to find out about local history. As if they come for a quick wander around the garden and the gift shop. And my speech. And Peter's speech, perhaps. Yes, well, regardless, there's hardly any evidence they're here to pull off some heist. What are you basing this on? Well, what is it, though? How best to explain this to you? These women are awful. That pretty much covers it. I think you'll find the WI appreciate history and culture as much as anyone, actually, and they'll prove that to you today. Not that you've left anything out for them to even look at. It's like we've already been robbed. Emma, Emma, please calm down, dear. Some of my favourite women have been women. I had a fantastic mother and a wonderful lady cousin in Hove, or maybe it was Hastings. Oh, and my wife, too. Don't forget her. But we do need to face facts, just like Tom was saying this morning. We must put pudding first. He said put people first. Was pudding not a person? They're here. Oh, it can get too warm. Hi. Hello. Welcome to Plum House. Thank you so much for coming. I'm Tom, and I'm in... Where's your toilet, love? I'm bursting. It's just inside. I best go, too. It's these cattle grids. They're no good for your bladder. 
Uh, no. <laughs> this is Emma. She's our education officer. She'll be showing you around today. Hello, ladies. Uh, please help yourself to a pamphlet. Are they free? Yes. They'll tell you all about the history of Plum House. Oh, they're pink. I love that. Pink me. It's my favourite colour. As many of you are probably aware, George Pudding was one of the literary celebrities of his day, and over the course of your visit, I'll be giving you some insight into what we can... Is the gift shop open? Sorry? We just want to know where the gift shop is, love. Get a few bits, and maybe we'll have a little walk around the garden as well if it turns out nice again. Come on, girls! The shop's ready for business. There's fresh gingerbread straight out of the oven. I got a good bookmark here last year. Maybe I can get one exactly the same. I still haven't got to the end of that jumbo pencil. I guess Peter was right. Don't say another word. Okay, brace yourself, Alan. There's a storm coming. Maureen, I, I'm scared. Hold. Hold. I'm not sure I can do this, Maureen. Just remember everything I taught you and you'll be fine. I'll see you on the other side. And it begins. We've got any postcards with the Eiffel Tower on them? How come the snow's not moving in this snow globe? Have you got anything with that pudding written on it? Oh, is this for sale? Oi, get your hands off that. One at a time. Alan, look after the tail. How much is this? I don't know. Is this in pink? I don't know. Could a man with type 2 diabetes eat this? Maybe, if you cut it up for him. It says here it's suitable for ages 8 to 80. Our Jones, 82. Will he still be all right? Um, Can I bring this back if my grandson doesn't like it? He's a bit fussy. Maureen might know. Has this got nuts in it? I don't like nuts. Couldn't you just pick the nuts out? Would this look good on the Bichon Frise? What? What's that? Oh, I'm sorry. Maureen. I'm sorry, Maureen. Alan! Alan, where are you going? Big groups of ladies. That seems to be the last of it, Peter. Excellent work, Julian. Why don't you go and set the chessboard up for another game? Good idea. Might try out an unorthodox opening on you this time. I think you'll find there isn't an opening out there safe against Peter Knight Onslaught. Ah... Emma, did the W.I. enjoy their pink pamphlets? Get stuffed. Not as much, if you'll excuse me. Could you pass me that cold bucket, Deborah? Emma. I'll just pop it down in the cellar with the rest. I still think this is unbelievably offensive, Peter. Who would steal a coal bucket? We're simply trying to remove the temptation. I have nothing against the W.I., per se. I'd do this for any large group of women visiting. Right, that's it. I think we're getting just fine without you. Julian, have you seen Peter around? I don't like to chase him too much. I'm still waiting for him to make the first move. I'm sorry? Our chess game. You're right, yeah. Oh, Emma, uh, have you seen Peter anywhere? No, not for a while. Where is he? I wonder where he is. I definitely haven't seen him recently. Yes, only Maureen's already running low on stock. They've started stripping the shelves. Good God, it's like Jurassic Park or something. So we might need to bring Peter's speech forward, but he seems to have disappeared. Great, I'll do it. Oh, fantastic. I'm sorry, but I am technically in charge in Peter's absence. Why does nobody ever seem to remember this? Fine, look, we haven't got time to argue. Well, you can do it then, Julian. Right, yeah. So, so, so I'm, I'm going to give the speech. Yes. That's what you just asked to do? About George Pudding? No, about Paul Hollywood. I think they might prefer that speech, to be fair. Don't start. It's just, I, I, I'm a bit rushed off my feet. 
You were playing chess a second ago. No, in fact, you weren't even playing chess. You were waiting to play chess. I was thinking about my strategy, Tom. Chess is 90%. OK, could you just get the speech ready, please, because we're running out of time. Right. Well, I'd, uh, I'd better go and learn something about pudding, then. I'm sorry? I mean, condense and distill the immense amount I already know about him. Oh, dear, oh, dear. Hello? Chaps? Um, the curator of the museum is trapped in the cellar. And I have a very important speech to give. I would knock more loudly, but this is the door about which Pudding wrote, Ode to a Cellar Door, and I wouldn't want to distress the very timbers of literary history. Come on. You hear this fellow in the cellarage? What's that from? Hamlet? Oh, things must be bad, Peter, if you're quoting a lesser poet like Shakespeare. Yes, it was Hamlet, all right. Talking to Horatio and Marcellus of the ghost. Oh, no. Oh, dear. Oh, wait a moment. I can't be. Am I dead? Is this it? Is Peter Knight no more? A ghost? A spook? A shade? Is that all life is? A game of chess whilst one waits for the Women's Institute? And then a door, a black door, closes, slams shut. No more sweetness, no more light, no more pudding. Come, let us descend into the underworld. You are Peter Knight no more. Your work is done. You are Orpheus now. Find Eurydice, daughter of Apollo, and sing to her with divine voice. Eurydice! Eurydice! I, uh... Eurydice? No, Mr. Knight, it's me, Alan Walsh. Oh, silly Peter. I thought I might have died. That once happened to me, but I was just staying at my dad's in Cockermouth. I woke up and it took me a while to work out where I was. Alan, old chap, here's the situation. We're trapped. Actually, why are you down here? I couldn't cope in the gift shop. It's all got too much. I ran away. Don't worry about it. The same thing once happened to me, but with the fellowship at St Andrews University. Shall I break the door down, Mr Knight? No, Alan, no. This door was to pudding what the apple tree was to Newton. Let us think. Um, yeah. And ask ourselves, what would pudding do? Oh, it's dry. Oh, yes, it is. I, I like gingerbread dry, but... Not this dry. That's what he'd say on the bake-off. That Paul Hollywood. Oh, I love him. And he would say that. He'd say he likes it dry, but not this dry. I'd best say something. Mm. Excuse me, lovey. This gingerbread's dry. It's gingerbread. Yes, but it's too dry. It's supposed to be dry. We know, but Paul Hollywood that gingerbread would say that it... won a rosette at Westmoreland Shore. Third place, but still. The thing with you lot is you're never happy, are you? Always have to find fault. Well, if you don't like how I do things here, then you know what you can do. Hey, steady on, love. It's only gingerbread. Right, ladies. That's it. I'm putting the perspex lids on the cakes. Well, well that's just... And that's the tea urn switched off. So you'll just have to go and listen to a boring talk instead. Come on, ladies. Watch yourself with Erla. She's got a right temper on her. Right, yep, will do. Um, everything all right here, Maureen? Yeah. I've had to throw everybody out. Ah. But they had it coming. Well, let's talk about that later. Have you seen Peter? Not a dicky bird. Have you seen Alan? 
He's done a runner. Oh, wait till I have words. Well, they must be around somewhere. I've been tapping everywhere, Mr Nice. It's no use. No-one can hear us down here. Think, Alan, think. If anyone else were to give a speech about pudding, well, I don't know what the consequences might be. You sure I can't just knock the door down? You know this house as well as me, Alan. Is there a secret passage, a false floor, a priest's hole? Well, there's... no. Go on. Well, the floorboards in the main hall are rotten near the fireplace. I haven't got round to replacing them yet. That's it! That's where the ladies will be soon. We'll break through the floor. We can't do that, Mr Knight. Of course we can. No, we can't. There's a wall that stops us getting into that bit of the cellar. Then, Alan, let's get tunnelling. Really? I must confess, I have always seen myself as something of a Steve McQueen-type figure. So, uh, yes, as I... Say once again, lovely to have the WI here. Um, although I do ask that whilst I talk, you keep your clothes on. I mean, you, you know the the film um, Calendar Girls, isn't it? Where they, they they strip off the WI? I can't believe this is happening. Well, no, yes, this is really very bad. Don't look at me like that. You're the ones that do it. Are you the Helen Mirren one, madam? Oh, no. Okay. Well, even if you do go nude on me. I do ask that you hide your bits behind, you know, teapots and watering cans and that. Uh, because, um, I don't know. So, um, Plumhouse. George Pudding. Um, 1782, 1850. 1779 to 1848. Uh, yes, thanks, Emma. I was, I was rounding up for, for, for those of you who, who prefer everything to be um, a, a decade. Now, uh, Pudding wrote... No, he's not making any. Boy, did he write. Lots of things. Some things you might have read. And, um, and he painted. Too many of the paintings are in the cellar because we were rather worried about theft today. Please make sure Julian never speaks to the public again. Agreed. That's it, Alan. Keep tunnelling. I'm going as fast as I can, Mr Knight. This fountain pen isn't really the best tool for the job. There's this little bead of sweat running down your back, Alan. You're a lot more muscular than I'd previously thought. What I call a real man's body. Uh, yes. There's another brick. Gratefully received. I must say, I'm really taken to this. My great-grandfather owned a mine, so perhaps it's... It sounds like Julian speaking. Oh, dear, we're too late. Alan, tunnel like you've never tunnelled before. I have never tunnelled before. So, although he seems uh, a somewhat conservative figure now, Pudding really was quite radical back then. Uh, once in uh, an inn in Kendall, he seized a poker. You've already told us about that. Is he a bit simple, this lad? I don't know whether to step in, Emma. Yeah, well, he was a painter, too. Keep going, Alan. You're almost there. I'm trying, Mr Knight. One big push! Uh, although we, we don't know whether he had uh, glaucoma, uh, many of his paintings show sign of a man with uh, severely uh, debilitating visual impairment. Oh. What the... <coughs> Peter? I do hope I'm in time for pudding. 
I've seen it right now. Your bow tie. <clears throat> Good afternoon. I am Peter Knight, curator, and welcome to Plum House. Could I have a small round of applause for my tunnelling apprentice, Alan? Oh, he's gone. Never mind. Anyway, I'm sure my number two, Julian, has taken you through the basics, so I'll cut straight to the chase. Today, I'm going to be discussing George Pudding's relationship with his maternal grandmother, Ellen Cumpsday, and how it might inform the 1808 redrafting of his Gesamtkunstwerk, Granny's Spinning Jenny. You will recall as well. Well, it's been quite the day. It certainly has. The bus is pulling away. That's it, they've gone. Let's hope they go to World of Kettles next year. I'll pay their admission fee and drive them there myself. I thought you'd be looking forward to speaking to them again, Julian. Yeah, the colour seems to be coming back to your face now. Very funny. I wouldn't have had to talk at all if someone hadn't locked Peter in the cellar. Julian, what on earth are you suggesting? You wouldn't happen to know anything about that, Emma, would you? <laughs> nothing to do with me. I'm sure. Anyway, it all worked out rather well in the end. There's nothing quite like a little subterranean adventure. They're gone. That's it. Good riddance to bad rubbish. I don't like to say anything bad about anyone, but, um, yeah. Is that the visitor book? Yes, it is. If they've said anything about my gingerbread, I've a good mind to give chase. Well, let's have a look. All useful feedback. Do you want to do the honours, Peter? Uh, right Uh, uh, yeah, just the one comment from an... Elsie Edge, branch secretary. The mother superior. Hitler in a twin set. Enjoyed the pamphlets this year. Writing a bit boring, but nice pink paper. Oh, for God's sake. Gift shop, also good, but female manager, rude and unhelpful. I'll give them rude. I'll lock them outside in the rain next time. However, we were served by a lovely young man, Alan, question mark. My name's Alan. Who was very friendly, if not very good at the job but would make a better manager. Oh, unbelievable. Still, well done, Alan. What do you think, Tom? A cabinet reshuffle, mix things up a bit? Alan to head up the Department of Gifts, the Chancellor of the Checkout? Well, it's a nice idea, Peter, but yeah, I think we'll keep things as they are for now. Thanks. I'm too right. Any more written there, Peter? Um, yes, and you're not going to like it. This afternoon, a very repetitive talk by a young man in a jumper. We were pleased when the man in the bow tie came up through the floor, especially because he only spoke for 90 minutes, which was shorter than last year's speech, even if it was still a bit boring. Now, don't be discouraged, Peter. Yes, they've stuck the knife into all of us. How can I be downhearted? I've had far worse reviews. And listen to this last bit. We will definitely come again next year. God bless the Women's Institute. Plum House was written by Ben Cottam and Paul McKenna. It starred Simon Callow, Jane Horrocks and Miles Jopp, with Tom Bell, Piers Quigley and Louise Ford, with guest appearances from Kate Anthony and Sandra Maitland. The producer was Paul Schlesinger, and it was a hat-trick production for the BBC. Mm-hmm.